Hi, this is Julie. This is Liz. This is Sheila. This is Monica. This is Leanne. We are the Satellite Sisters. You are listening to Satellite Sisters to go. We are the Satellite Sisters. Fantastic to be here today. It is January 12th. That's a Sunday. And you have four out of five sisters here because Julie is on a mystery trip. And even she wouldn't tell me where she was going. I'm Leanne Dolan in Pasadena, California. I can tell you where my other sisters are. Monica Dolan is in Portland, Oregon. Monica, we're going to talk women's figure skating, right? Can't wait. Very psyched. Okay. Liz Dolan is in Santa Monica, California. Liz, do you have a mud pack on? Are you getting ready for your Golden Globe moment tonight? I'm going to have to explain that, Lee, and it's not going to be as much of a moment as you're making it sound like. But yes, I am prepping for the big event, believe it or not. And Sheila, what's happening in South Pasadena? How are you? You know... You know what? We have a little bit of fog out there this morning, Leanne. Have you noticed that? I have. I have it in my head and outside the door. <laughs> no, All right. I'm just, just wearing my new robe from Target. Oh, that's uh, nice. Are you the cozy? black velveteen. I don't know if you've seen it, ladies. No. Uh, Target has a new line of velveteen robes. Highly recommend on clearance, nineteen ninety nine. Okay. I hope you didn't use your debit card to purchase that because <laughs> a lot of other people are staying away from Target, Sheila, but good for you sticking with them. All right, Monica, uh, we're going we're gonna to get to women's figure skating, but I understand you you have a New Year's resolution. Is that new for you? Do you do that? Uh, yes, it is. I, I thought I should spring into action the first of the year. It has nothing to do with my health and fitness, Okay. My New Year's resolution this year was to de-junk my house. Uh, I just wanted the weather is terrible here. Good time to stay inside, get things done. And the second part of my theme, which goes along with the de-junking of the house, is called renew and replace. And along with replace, I've done some upgrades around here. Uh, So let me explain. First, I had to de-junk the house. So I have been meaning to bring a giant pile of books uh, to the bookstore. You can resell them at Powell's and you get credit. And I wanted to buy some new books. So I took all of, we had quite a few books from the radio show. Yes. Left over. And I, I will say, Leon, The I radio went, show from five years ago? Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, I still have those books left over. Okay. But it has been a while then. Yeah. <laughs> just piles and piles of them and uh, books that I was not going to read again. I did go through and I kept all the books that either I loved or I loved the guest. Yeah. Or yeah. it reminded me of, you know, just a wonderful time we had on the radio talking to the author of the book. So I kept all of those. But I brought a whole pile to Powell's and uh, they rejected most of them. <laughs> if if they have overstock, they won't take the books. So then I brought the rest of them to the library. I got credit. I am now able to purchase one book. <laughs> oh, so students wisely. Not even a whole book. Actually, I I have credit for a half a book. So I'm going to have to pony up the extra 15 bucks to buy a real book. But someday I'm going to do that. Um, Then I went through, I just cleaned out these closets of old magazines I had. I threw them in the recycling bin. Then I went through piles of photos and I winnowed down the photos to just the ones I wanted to keep, which meant I threw away a lot of duplicate photos I had and all the ones where I looked unattractive. (laughs) You know, it is really hard to throw away photos, even when they're duplicates. Somehow you convince yourself that you might need it someday, but you are never going to need it. No, you're not if they're duplicates. And so, and you don't want all of those unattractive photos of you lying around after you're gone. So I got rid of those. Because um, they're going to end up at the, like, the funeral. <laughs> as we know. That's right. So now, you know, I, I'm, I feel like I really made an effort to clean out some closets. And now we're going to part two, which is replace and renew. So the first thing I did was I got rid of my you know, I had one of those bamboo dish racks from World Market or 
cost plus i'm I'm sure you're familiar with them yes Mm -hmm. i think that's the same store world market cost plus (laughs) or cost world market plus yeah it is a store with many names (laughs) and many bamboo items and mine was now held together with duct tape and there were nails sticking out of it (laughs) okay monica is so bad so it was a health hazard. And then I was thinking, I, I thought I have to replace this, which I did. I went to the container store, got a nice new bamboo, faux bamboo plastic uh, dish rack. Wow. And then I, Your then life I thought, is hey, really changing. It is, Leon. Wait till you hear what I mean, else you, did. you didn't even upgrade to a stainless steel or anything, Monica? No, I just went with the faux bamboo one. I like that. I like that look. It's homey. Uh, You know, I thought I should replace everything in my house that's held together with duct tape. But then I remembered my car is. I can't. I need my car (laughs) to get to work. But here is the most exciting thing I did yesterday. In anticipation of the Golden Globes and the Olympics coming up in February, I bought a new TV. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right. Very and nice. Your TV. your TV was a classic. My TV, I figured, I think I bought that in 1988. <laughs> oh, God, Monica. I think wow. it's still. Is <laughs> it color? It wasn't color. It, it was on a bamboo tray, wasn't it? <laughs> the, the TV is bamboo. It's a bamboo t- <laughs> I think it had a tube that you had to warm up. The best thing about that TV, besides the fact that it weighs 800 pounds, despite the picture is very small, even though the TV itself was huge. Leon, that thing had a built-in VCR tape deck. Wow, that is the best thing. Yeah, remember those were the days. It just was an all-in-one unit. All-in-one unit, but the tape deck broke in 1990. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God, because they don't, they don't make VCR tapes anymore, do they? <laughs> and it's uh, bam- bamboo is not that good for technology. So. <laughs> it isn't. But really, the, the deciding factor in replacing my TV was that along with my hearing going, the sound on the TV was going. Okay, and- <laughs> okay you sound like you're 180 years old right now. <laughs> I know. I know. So um, I just want to say I went to Best Buy yesterday and I bought a Samsung 22 inch TV and I told the 16 year old boy mm-hmm. who was checking me out. I was like, this is a life changer for me. This this is huge. This is huge. <laughs> Why did you only go with the 22 inch? Yeah. Well, Leon, I realized when I got home that that was a big mistake. <laughs> Oh, now you'll just have to live with that for 20 years before you correct it. T- tell me well, you returned it. Tell me you went um, back. I'm going to return it today yes, for a larger yes. model. Yes, I, yes. Was, I was wary about getting a TV that was too big. But 22 inches, it's really the size of a computer yes, monitor. Yes. Um, and it wasn't quite the wow factor I was hoping for when I plugged the thing in because it is very tiny. So, Leon, I've made the decision tonight before the Golden Globes. I've already called Best Buy and asked them if I could return it or exchange it for a larger one. So I'm going to go with the 32-inch. At least, I'm, yeah, good. I'm just going to put it in that cabinet, and who cares if I can't see a couple of inches around the side? <laughs> Why don't you just put it on top of that cabinet, just like a tabletop TV? Right, right. Uh, I don't like the look of that, Liz. I, I like to hide the TV. So anyways, that's my big thing is uh, my TV, which of course now I have to exchange, but that's no problem with Best Buy because I have the receipt. And then I really went crazy after buying that TV and I went to Macy's last night to the homewares department. And let me tell you who's shopping at Macy's on a Saturday night at seven o'clock. First of all, the place is empty except for a few 50 plus single women wandering around. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it's a wonderful place to shop. It is, Sheila. And you know how happy I, I replaced, I bought a new set of sheets because January, you know, it's a white sale, but a new set of sheets, a new pillow. So I'm all set in the bedding department. And um, 
just very, very happy about my new uh, replace, renew, and rejuvenate uh, program. Sounds like you're on your way. I, Monica, this is Liz. I was a little worried when we went to Home Depot over Christmas. We, we were in Bend together. We went in the Home Depot. We were looking for bathroom tile for you, but then we ended up in the appliances section, and you started looking at bar-sized refrigerators for your home, like getting rid of your full-size refrigerator. <laughs> oh, Monica. Sheila, it was like college student appliances. <laughs> That's what I want. I want to simplify. I, I don't need a huge refrigerator. I told you that. But, yeah, I, I got to save up for that if I want a little small mini fridge. Um, so when so, you when you say renew and replace, you mean really mean reduce <laughs> and replace. You're just You're reducing just- all your appliances. Right. I am. But I'm, I'm just so happy I had that TV because, Leanne, it was perfect timing because last night was the U.S. Ladies Figure Skating Championship. Monica, um, I, I have to tell you, I'm going to talk about it. I was at a robotics competition all day. I totally missed it. And then we got home and we watched the football. And this morning I realized my huge mistake. I missed the pre-Olympic U.S. Figure Skating Championships. Leanne, I'm shocked that I, you missed I, it because it was the ladies free skate. No, don't. I, oh. I'm killing myself. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. That's too bad. <laughs> yes. Um, I enjoyed it on the tiny TV. I just had to move a little bit closer to the set, but I could at least hear everything that they said. I could hear Scott Hamilton. It was it was very, very exciting. You know, there's a young girl, Polina Edmonds. She's like six foot two. She's 15 years old, and she came in second last night. Um, now, the winner of the, the competition, Gracie Gold, absolutely lovely, great skater um but then there is this other girl Ashley Wagner yes, who yes. did not place in the top 3 so this morning i'm kind of curious to see the way they choose their three spots in the olympics this year the us was given three spots in other years they've only been given two and um i didn't know that something i learned last night um so there's only three spots but it's not necessarily the, the three women that place top in the U.S. Figure Skating Championship. it They look at sort of your whole body of work from the past year in international competitions. And that's why it's possible that Ashley Wagner, even though she came in fourth, could be going to the Olympics. Well, Monica, it's well, not, not only possible, not according, according to the to news the that just broke, that just, she is she going. Is. <gasps> Good. So I think she deserves it. She's a just fantastic, the kind of skater we like, Leanne. Very musical, really feels the music. (laughs) Deep, deep lines. You know how I like that. Yes. Deep edges really got into the ice. I, I enjoyed that. Whereas the young girl who's 15, she could use a little bit more polish, but she's just light as a feather, really fun to watch. So, okay, so so who did not make it? It, it is our local hero, which kind of bums me out, Mariah Nagasu, who went to Vancouver. She trains here in Arcadia, California. She went to the Vancouver Olympics, but has really been kind of off her game since. So she actually came in third, but they dropped her. So there is a very tearful photo of her at yahoosports.com. She will not be going, and Ashley Wagner will be. Oh, that's too bad because she had a good skate last night, as they say in the business. Um, well, could you, you know, could you see the perimeter of her routine on your new TV, Monica? Yes. Because I was sitting uh, like 10 inches away from it because it's so tiny. That's a good deal. Yep. Well, you know, it's it's fun to remind ourselves that skating is never without controversy. It's been a while, so you have to feel terrible, though, for the girl who actually qualified third, and in most years she would go. She's not going. But then, Monica, this week you put up what I think is a brilliant photo essay. It's been 20 years since the Tanya and Nancy controversy. And the or- that was the best ever. You know, it's just it's hard to imagine anything is ever going to be more dramatic and operatic than that. Right. And oh, Liz, Liz, Nancy Kerrigan, she was at the she was at the finals last night. Oh. They they showed a shot of her in the stands. So, How does she look? Because the last time I saw her, she looked like she'd had a lot of plastic surgery. 
Well, she on my okay? little TV. Okay. <laughs> on the micro TV. She looks fine. She okay. looks good. Small. <laughs> and I'm assuming Tanya was not there last night, Monica. No, no Tanya was not, not, not there. But you're right. It's been 20 years since uh, the Tanya-Nancy uh, controversy. And so this week, our local paper, The Oregonian, published like a fantastic sort of photo essay of the whole history of that time and the two of them skating and Tanya skating at Clackamas Town Center because we have skating rinks and shopping malls here. <laughs> that's what we do. And that's where Tanya grew up skating. So it was, it was interesting to look at it. You know, it was because three was... of us were living there at the time. Yes. So M- Monica was there. I was there. And Lee and you were there. Yeah. So you actually became part of the Tanya like whole campaign and went out to Clackamas Town Center to root for her, as I recall. Yes. And she was doing some fundraising by selling buttons that said, we believe in Tanya. So it's one of my greatest possessions is my we believe in Tanya. And one of our listeners, Michelle, was used to train with Tanya at Clackamas Town Center. So uh, Michelle from Portland was a competitive figure skater. But what was interesting to me looking at those photos was not only are they a great moment in time from the early 90s, but there is such a like a seemingly the good girl, the bad girl, the class difference, even though Nancy was actually from a working class family in Massachusetts, Tanya was literally from a trailer park in Oregon. And you can kind of see that it was. And then she had the husband that hired the guy to whack Nancy's knee. And then she lied about it. I mean, that was a crazy, crazy story. Mm -hmm. It was. So, Mm -hmm. And, and I appreciate the fact that still people, whenever they refer to that crime, refer to it with the verb whack, yeah. right? Never called anything else. It's called the knee whacking. And yeah. she got whacked. <laughs> it just really makes me laugh. Yeah. And you look at like Sean Eckhart, the big, big <laughs> dumb loser who was responsible for the plot. And you think, who put him in charge of anything? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Crazy. It was a crazy time. But during that time... It's like the entire sports media world converged on Portland, Oregon. Yes. And it was really fun for that reason. <laughs> so it was. So even though this is a controversy for U.S. skating, the Olympic team uh, decision-making, I don't. it's nowhere near the controversy of Tanya and Nancy. But if you didn't see that photo essay on our uh, Facebook page, I'll put a link to it on the Satellite Sisters page. Fantastic. Well, it is getting exciting about Sochi. Lots of... Lots of excitement here in our house. And Monica, you will not regret going to a bigger TV. I'd go to I was going to say, it's going to be even more exciting on 32 inches. Yeah. It's... I think you could go a little higher, Monica. I do no, no. Because your vision is going to go soon, <laughs> along with your hearing. <laughs> I guarantee you. Liz, you know we love talking about frame bridge, don't we? We do. <laughs> because, because there are just so many fun things to frame, Leon, aren't there? Right. Anything. You can just upload a digital photo from your phone and they can print it and frame it. And that is a gift right there, a gift people would love getting. But Liz, you recently had quite an exciting frame bridge experience. Would I, I you did. like to share? Would you like you know, to? I talked about how when we were at the Bruce Springsteen concert, I was with our brother Dick, his wife Susan, his two kids, and one of the roadies threw us the set list at the end of the show, which was amazing to get the actual set list for the actual concert in Los Angeles. And we're like, oh, yeah, any day now, that's going to be in a place of honor in their home. Sure enough, Leon, they have already frame bridged it and sent it to us with a picture. So I'll be in Bend next week, so I'll get to see it. But it's just excellent use of the frame bridge resources, the Bruce Springsteen set list. Fantastic. And this is gift giving season. So if you have a graduation coming up, a wedding, a shower, Mother's Day, Father's Day, look around. I'm sure you have something fun you can frame and Framebridge can do it for you. It's easy and it's affordable to frame just about anything. You get fair and transparent upfront pricing based on the size of your item. There's a great selection of frames. And as we've said in the past, fast service, free shipping, rate or gifts. Mm -hmm. And guess what? Liz, not many things in life give you a happiness guarantee, but Framebridge does. If you're not 100% happy with your piece, they will make it right. So if this but sounds you like- you're going to be happy, okay? Yeah. And that's just the Satellite Sisters promise. You're going to be out. You're going to be happy you did it. See why Framebridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. 
Visit framebridge.com or see a local Framebridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything, like a Bruce Springsteen set list. That's framebridge.com. Thanks, Framebridge. Liz, summer is coming up, and you know what that means? It means you're grilling. You're grilling and chilling there with your your butcher box. What what do you got going on the grill this summer? Well, you know, here's the thing. Because I'm going to be up in in Bend for a part of the summer, I'm having my box sent there, Leanne. That's great. Go on vacation with your butcher box is what what I'm recommending. Yeah, (laughs) either way, you're just going to buy meat and fish and stuff when you get there. Why do that? Anyway, I love their steaks. I love their scallops. The scallops are really good. And the chicken thighs, all good. I'm ready. That's right. ButcherBox gives you peace of mind and easy-to-find high-quality meat and seafood you can trust. It's 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork that's raised crate-free, and wild-caught seafood, no antibiotics or added hormones. And as Liz said, delivered right to your doorstep. And you can customize that delivery plan, Liz. Right. Because it can go wherever you want it to go, whenever you want it to go. If you want to delay it a week, you know, speed it up a week, you just go to your ButcherBox account and you can make that all happen. It's so easy to manage online. Yeah. And if you're like Liz, you can take your ButcherBox on vacation, which is that's <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's nice. <laughs> nice to have something familiar there. <laughs> yes. So if you want to take your meat on vacation, sign up at ButcherBox.com slash sisters and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional 20% off. So you can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at ButcherBox.com slash sisters and use code sisters to choose your free for a year offer plus Get $20 off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. Okay, well, yesterday I mentioned I was at a 12-hour robotics competition yesterday. I had uh, Monica, had Sheila and Liz over for dinner Friday night. Sheila stayed up till 11 o'clock Friday night. Have you ever? <laughs> it, it, it was so much fun, Leanne, but I have never done that in my life. I know. <laughs> ever. <laughs> What what were you staying up late doing? Just having dinner together? Yeah, hanging out. I brought my new beau over to Leanne's, Brian, wow. and we had a whole dinner, a we real the, dinner. We had the fam. I had the boys there. My husband was so tired he fell asleep on the couch like his father. And uh, but we just kept chatting. And when uh, next thing I know, it was eleven o'clock. And I Ooh, Colin, know. I know what the so Colin that young man is good for you, Sheila. We're. <laughs> <laughs> He loved your boys. I mean, he's really, I mean, he, he loved the whole family. And by the way, (laughs) and he was just, just praising your two sons at what great guys they are. Oh, that's nice. Okay. He's praising them to high heaven. He's won me Good. I'm I'm easily won over when that's, that's the standard, but. And you guys had great stories that night, Monica. We just sat back and enjoyed. Do you know what I mean? We did. It was fun. It was had a lovely Friday night buffet. Of course, the chicken Marbella, <laughs> um, a big hit, the grilled salmon, grilled tomatoes, and lots and lots of kale. A lot of kale salad. A lot. Of, I had gotten two bunches in my organic veggie box. So, but the next morning I had to get up at six and go to this robotics competition. And now my son, Colin, has started to do robotics. And if you don't know what it is, because I didn't know what it is, it, they actually build robots that have to like compete against each other in sort of a basketball game type of setting. Okay. That's all I, so imagine, you know, that little robot, the Mars Rover, they build yeah. stuff that looks like that. And then the kids have to program it. So someone on the team has to know how to code. And then they have to drive it and then they have to compete against other teams like by throwing beach balls onto one side of a fence or another, putting balls in a bucket. So it's actually pretty amazing that they do all this. And well, um, Ian, I know your son is really smart, but is he that smart? No, that's the thing. No, no. I mean, he's a bright boy. Yeah. But that's that's very nerdy. Well, I, well, my gosh. Yeah. Cause that's what I found out yesterday. This is the first one I'd actually been to physically to see. And, um, we are both out of our league actually in the whole robotics. <laughs> I mean, 
I, I, and there, I'm sorry that John Hughes is gone because watching robotic teen boys try to talk to robotic teen girls may be the most uncomfortable thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it is unbelievable. But that's what I learned, Sheila. He's the only one on the team, my son, who does not want to be an engineer. Like all these other kids want to be engineers. Yeah. And then I learned to my horror that all the parents are engineers. They're all like, I mean, literally the three parents there were all PhDs in engineering working at the Jet Propulsion Lab. Well, that's the problem with Pasadena. I yeah. think it would be robotics would be particularly competitive there because you have all those JPL and Caltech scientists and engineers there. That must be intense. They were shocked. They didn't know what we that we were doing on the team either. Frankly, the novelist and the, the history students <laughs> and the TV watching son. Yes, I was like, well, my son enjoys programming, but really, TV programming is what he enjoys. <laughs> So what did you do? I mean, so, were you just... Well, I was assigned. They were all advising the team. The, the The teacher in charge of robotics couldn't be there yesterday because there was an open house at the high school. So they were actually advising the team on robotics. And I was put in charge of lunch. Oh, <laughs> that's an excellent division of it labor. Is. It is. And they have rounds and rounds of like, they do eight rounds of these robotic things. It takes forever, but it's super well organized and everything. But we only had a half an hour slot for lunch. And the teacher had showed up and he said, okay, I bought some lunch. Uh, it's in the blue container. So, and then he proceeded to stand in front of the blue container for a couple of hours before he had to leave. So it was killing me because of course I wanted to get into that blue container and see what was in there. You know, I don't know anything about charging the battery or uh, programming the remote control, but I know about lunch girls. And so he finally <laughs> still, left. This is like top chef. I mean, you don't know what's in the blue container. I, I don't know what's in the blue <laughs> container. Uh, Sheila, I don't know. And I've got 10 boys to feed in a half an hour time span. And I hope he finally leaves to go to the open house at like, 10:55 and at 10:56 I get into that blue container and girls I'm here to tell you just men do not understand food so and like grown men and I know most chefs are, are are guys I get that but normal men don't understand the quantities of food there is one thing of bread one small package of turkey and one <gasps> small package of cheese but oh, I have no. Ten boys. Is, now you have like a loaves and fishes situation. It right? is. It is. And we're in the middle of like the San Fernando Valley. I'm like, I, I now I got to mobilize. I'm like, I'm going to Vaughn's. I'm going in. I don't have time for Subway. I got to get pre-made sandwiches. Go right to the deli if I can find one. I had to like let all my other parents know and put Colin in charge of starting the sandwiches. But I will be back with, you know, supplies. And I, by a miracle of God, we were two two uh, blocks away from the grocery store. I went in there, $5 Friday. I'm like buying all the big subs. I, <laughs> I, I bought like wipes for their hands. I bought, you know, the $5 cookie thing. I even had to buy a bread knife to cut the sandwiches. But... Oh, wow. It's a quick fire. I mean, it is. It... <laughs> that is a quick fire. <laughs> that, is a, that is a sandwich quick fire if I've ever heard one. <laughs> Yeah, I bought the napkins. I bought the plates. I mean, all we have is like a loaf of bread and a small package of turkey. What is that? Is not oh. lunch? That is nothing. Oh, that is not lunch at all. So I was proud of myself because I got back there uh, right under the time limit, Sheila. It was eleven thirty-five, and I just started cutting those sandwiches and assigned people. Open the juice boxes. Get them in the wood. You get the brownies. Give me the thing. Get your hand Did out you there. I got a sharp mayo knife. And mustard land. Were you able to get mayo a mustard, job? Sheila? You know. It got the yes. got the squeezable mayo and mustard. Yes. So, so I don't know. Happen. They may all have PhDs, but I can do lunch. Is what I learned yesterday. <laughs> Somebody has to be able to do the more practical things. Good for you, Lynn. You bet. They had the right man for the job when it came to lunch. Oh, <laughs> uh, Lynn, you're good. Yeah, no, you're really good. Thank you. Um, well, sisters, I'm. You know, one of, one of the areas that I'm not good. I'm, I'm not good at a lot of things, but the wor- my worst skill really is traveling. I would say. Yes, we noticed. Well, <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't you say that for me? I mean, it's not. It's like deciding whether to travel and actually buying the tickets. Yeah, you're a real amateur. Getting to the airport, it's it's. I think it's more than I'm an amateur. It's just it's it's an, an emotional experience that I can't I can't seem to handle. So well, uh, even years ago when Ruthie was like twelve, and you would come out to visit us here or meet us somewhere, 
it was clear that Ruthie was the boss when it came to <laughs> navigating the family through the getting from New York City to LaGuardia, getting on the right plane. Ruthie tackled those things very early in life. So you kind of never had to learn those skills. Okay. Well, the, the, again, Liz, good point, because Ruthie was the one who handled my tra- travel this year. Oh, of course. I decided to go to New York for Christmas. But I was going to go the day after Christmas because, of course, I wanted to spend Christmas with Leanne and her family and the mashed potato bar. <laughs> so I was I wanted to go the, after Christmas and come back before New Year's. And Le, Ruthie recommended Virgin Airlines. Now, have any of the sisters flown on Virgin? I um, have not. I have. Yes. Well, I Ruthie was right. After all these years. Ruthie was right. Not only do they have, did they have seats because no other airlines had actual seats on those days, on those travel days, because I left my travel to the last minute, of course, but Virgin had good prices. And then when you, when you go fly Virgin, you'll, you'll never want to fly another airline again. I mean, because this is the thing from the minute you enter the terminal, you feel like you're in a special club. You feel like you're in the hip, kind of chill, kind of happy club, Liz. Mm -hmm. I I agree. I don't know how they do it. Well, this is how they do it. I've I've sort of like been thinking about what my experience was like. So basically, the planes are beautiful. What they have is they have almost, I think it's black light. I think it's black light. There's the light purple light. Kind of makes your teeth look white. Everything's (laughs) dimmed. (laughs) <laughs> the, the lighting is like it's like an optical massage I mean it just you enter a chamber and you're yes there's no bright lights when you enter the plane and the that just, is it's anti-aging <laughs> it's total renew and restore I mean you feel younger and everyone on the plane is younger than you so you, you feel, you start to feel Including younger. Including your travel companion. Uh, well, my travel companion, Brian, came home with me. So we'll describe, I'll describe what that, what that was like. But I went to New York by myself, but I still felt, wow, this is great. So basically they have like a low volume, kind of a, a daft punk music in the background, kind mm-hmm. of a... Mm, well, are the are the tickets more expensive than like United and Delta? And... They're not. Mm. No, um, you have the low volume music going the whole time in the background. You feel like it's a little bit like of a bar chill situation. You have the backlight. <laughs> oh, um, that's nice. And and um, I mean, here's the thing: these this is the real winning ticket for me. You can, they come by. Once with the with drink service, which I which I love. Then they have um, the for the rest of the trip, you can order unlimited sodas, pressing your computer screen and individualizing your order. There's no charge. In other words, there's not a second trip down the aisle with the, with the beverage service, which for me always causes a lot of anxiety for some reason. <laughs> really. Because no, but it's true. So it's right there on your touch screen in front of you, right? You don't have to wait for that second service, which you know is a half an hour before you descend, which is always an anxiety-producing situation anyway. And and I always think, how are they going to get down the aisle for that second service? I agree, Sheila. You see them, they're rushing, and they're rushing. it does make you anxious, and then everyone wants to get up and go to the bathroom, and it's, the drink cart is stuck in the aisle. I agree, it's anxiety-producing. So this way you can order your drinks throughout the flight and, um, and there's no pressure. All right. And then, so, but basically on the way back, what we did, Monica, now I remember once you did a small upgrade for more leg room. Am I right, Monica? Yes. Yes. Well, pay for that. I want, I, we were willing to pay. So my, my, my beau, Brian and I, now Brian is six, three. Okay. So we paid the extra $36 for what Virgin calls cabin deluxe, which means you have much more legroom. You're basically in the uh, emergency aisle. That's the good news. A lot of legroom for Brian. But the problem is you can't put your seat back in that aisle. 
It's not a big, it's not a big drawback. I mean, it's worth the $36 is what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. And then, um, we both have travel issues. Brian and I, we share a lot of just general and free floating anxiety about beverage, (laughs) beverage carts. This is how we bonded really just, um, basically. So we, we both sort of had sort of had a hypoglycemic attack at the same time. And we didn't have any food on the way home. So we ordered the snack pack by Virgin. And I want to just recommend it. It has three different kinds. Of- <laughs> My God. It has three different kinds of crackers, Leanne. Including- <laughs> okay, first of all, you don't have a hypoglycemic attack. Like, it doesn't. It doesn't just come on. You're yeah. Right. Okay, no, well, whatever. Okay. Basically, you've been drinking coffee for six hours with yeah. no food. Yeah. But we like to do that. Oh, that's poor planning. Yes. <laughs> we, we, neither one of us can plan. That's what I'm saying. So hypoglycemia is just part of our dating life. It's just, it's built in. We're constantly per- just tearing off the highway to go get food, which is fine. <laughs> It's nice but, to have that to share. But the three cracker um, selection includes a gluten free option. Then you, uh, we got the hummus squeeze pack. Monica, I don't know if you've ever done that. No, I haven't. Mm. But you need two people to do the squeezing and the arranging of the crackers. Um, and then it had uh, gummy bears mm. in there. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. When I think about how complicated it is to run an airline and like the airplanes and the airports and the luggage and the complex computer systems and the ticketing and the transatlantic, transpacific, and it's all for you coming down to the gummy bears. I'm serious. It is individualized attention. And then it, we're both, we both got sick to our stomach immediately. So we ordered the ginger ale per order ginger ale. Boom, you get it right away. I mean, not sick to our stomach, just overwhelmed with the descent. And um, it was... Crackers and the hummus. Very romantic. (laughs) Wow, that's quite a review. (laughs) If airlines only knew it was so simple, they would just spend less time on those other things like the actual equipment. I know, Liz. So that I just I wanted to thank I want to thank Virgin for a great trip, and um, I hope I will see them again someday soon. <laughs> okay, so that was my trip back to reality. I'm back at school. Um, I won't go. I have a very late. So I, what I'm doing now is doing my yearly physical, but it's about five months late. So I kind of missed my last year's physical. Um, so I'm going again, and Monica, I just want to say this has been the most complicated issue to get my blood test done for my physical and doing a st- what they call a standing fast. Now, I just want to know well, there aren't fasting what? blood tests. Oh, fasting blood tests. There aren't enough clinics in Pasadena to house the people that need to come first thing in the morning for that blood test. I mean. You basically have to fast, and what I what I'm talking about is no coffee. I can't believe I can't have coffee till eight o'clock, and that's basically what I have to do on Tuesday. Well, I it's just to- it's just one day. I mean, you just get up early. Don't think about the coffee. Maybe shroud your coffee machine <laughs> <laughs> with a pillowcase or something. No, I know, I know. It just you just go there. The blood test takes five minutes, and then you go right to Starbucks. Okay, all right. I'm, Wait a minute, I, Sheila. What time is your actual appointment? Well, that's the thing, Liz. I, I, it's eight o'clock was the earliest, which is the start of school. So I'm going to have my assistant Ashley, who is a barista at Starbucks, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and that just, you know, adds. It, it, it's just. I actually blew off my first blood test because I couldn't make it. I just had to have coffee. You know, and, Sheila, um, I I did this last spring. I was supposed to go for a blood test, and it was the 8 o'clock start. It was killing okay. me. I went, it's, and I had forgotten, like, the paperwork. And so they said, well, just go home and get it and come back. And that was it. I was like, 
Well, it's done. It's over. I can't. I can't Thank go you, home. Lynn. Can't, I can't delay do. the coffee anymore. I can't. I can't. And I've never been back. So I, I totally understand. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Lynn. I, told, I had so much anxiety over not having the coffee and no, nothing know. opened at six and I get up at like 5 a.m. So it's like three hours of nothing. I can't do that. Well, actually, the first time I was supposed to go, I woke up in the middle of the night and I I, I, I just, I was unconscious when I started snacking in the middle. <laughs> and then I was downing pink lemonade and crackers in the middle of the night. Then I realized, oh my God, I have the blood test tomorrow. And then I realized after snacking in the middle of the night, I, I, I just drank coffee as soon as I woke up because I wasn't going <laughs> to I mean, I'd already broken the fast, right, Monica? Hey, you need to fast, so... Anyways, stay strong. <laughs> Get it over with. Okay. That's it. That's all the news from me. Wow. So the barista slash assistant, she's going to be at the ready with your cup of coffee when you yeah, get to she'll work? Have, she'll have it there. She'll have it ready. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, speaking of eating and fasting, I wanted to mention something. I've I've mentioned before on Satellite Sisters that I think there's one area in the world where we are actually getting too much customer service. And I don't think I'm alone by calling out the fact that anytime you have any kind of a transaction now, you get an email after the fact asking you how it was. Have you guys experienced this? Like every little thing, every car repair, every purchase somewhere, every doctor's appointment, do you like stop with the follow-up? Yes. We're together. Yeah. Like, it's just like, now you're really annoying me. So I'm going to give you much lower grades on the service recommendation than I would have. Well, the other day I got like, what to me was like the most over the top one, just because it was so silly. Have you guys used the service opentable.com? Oh, yes. yes, So, and you know, OpenTable, I've gotten used to it. So it's a online reservation system to make restaurant reservations. And it's useful when you're just trying to quickly take care of something and not have to call around. And uh, and after you use your reservation, they always follow up with asking you for a review for the restaurant, which I get. And I always delete those because I'm not doing that. But the the other day I got one. The subject line from OpenTable.com says, looks like you had a delicious year, Liz. And then they sent me a complete recap of my 2013 dining activity. Yeah. All right. (laughs) I mean, who wants that? Uh, It sounds fun. (laughs) I, I think that sounds great. Really? Well, apparently they thought that too, Leanne, because the copy says, it's nostalgia time. Check out all your 2013 highlights and dining statistics. Oh, no. I don't like that, Liz. You don't need to know. I mean, right? yeah, right. you've already paid. You paid for dinner. It's in the past. Yes. And then they, they invent these bogus awards that you're getting. So I got two badges one is i'm a traveler surprise surprise i get a traveler badge because i dined in more than two metro areas so yay for me wow (laughs) and then i also got an adventurer badge because i eat lots of different kinds of cuisine oh see that makes you feel happy doesn't it no this is not the girl scouts you're your businesswoman you need to take people out to dinner i know It just, it seems like I didn't even want to click it open because I was afraid it would be like too depressing at just how much time I spend out at like business lunches and dinners instead of, instead of having a life. It wasn't that depressing once I clicked it open. It was, Monica, even our recent dinner at Noy in Bend. Oh, uh, made the list. Made my annual recaps. That's one of the reasons I got the Traveler Award is Ooh. because I traveled all the way to Bend, Oregon for some of my time. So. Like, I love Open Table, but for me, this was a bridge too far. Um, I also, this week, got, well, last week, you know, I spent um, New Year's Eve 
at the Holiday Inn Express in Sacramento, California. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I think Ouch. I mentioned this before. I was driving home from Oregon with Ferris, and that's where we spent New Year's Eve. Just got there in time to get some takeout dinner at the mall, walk across the parking lot, uh, check into the Holiday Inn Express, oh, and I then think that sounds great. It was great, and then it was yeah, yeah. Watch Kathy. <laughs> that is my kind of night. <laughs> Watched Kathy Griffin and Anderson Cooper uh, on TV at 9 p.m., which is nice about the West Coast. And then Ferris and I went to bed, and it was a it was a perfect end to a ter- to a terrible year. So when then I got the automatic email from Holiday Inn Express trying to would I review my stay at the Holiday Inn Express in the parking lot of a shopping mall in. <laughs> No, I don't really need to do that. Then I got one today from iTunes Mm. saying, and you know how sometimes you get them and you just know this is not right. Right. This this is like, Leah, and I sent you the other one the other day from Network Solutions. Right. They asked us to change all of our passwords for some reason. And, oh, my God, we have a hard enough time remembering our passwords. Right. I I didn't. So I sent it to Leah and, like, does this smell legit to you or what? It was weird. It was weird to me. Yeah. So Apple, Apple with, you know, air quotes around it, sent me one this morning asking me to re-enter all of my credit card information because it had expired. So (laughs) I was looking at this, looking at this and thinking, you know, I think Apple would know how to spell iTunes. And (laughs) (laughs) the fact that iTunes is spelled incorrectly here should probably be my tip off that this is not legit. But it did make me kind of sad now that even Apple has been hacked. You know, you know, you get this all all other fake credit cards and banks and whatever. Um, And then I got one uh, yesterday also from Osh, the local hardware store, telling me they're having a home clean, home clean home sale. And don't I want to stock up on my uh, cleaning supplies for the year? So that's my fault because I never should have given Osh my email address. Right. Right. But anyway, so um, so I'm just getting really tired of this. I'm I'm unsubscribing to as many things as I possibly can. But the, the people you actually do business with, you can't make it stop. So anyway, I just want to complain a little bit about that, but then ask, as long as we're on the cleaning supply uh, subject, I witnessed something yesterday that was unusual uh, as a cleaning process, and I wanted to run it by you guys um, just to see if you have ever tried this yourself. So I was walking Ferris late yesterday afternoon, just in the neighborhood. It was a beautiful Saturday afternoon in Santa Monica. And people are busy at home. You know, there's yard care being done and a few garage sales. And as I walked by this one house, I could hear that they were vacuuming the living room. And the front door was flung open. And But as I walked by... I just sort of looked in the way one would when you hear all the noise in the living room. And they were not vacuuming the living room. They were using their leaf blower. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I thought that was like the most Southern California thing I have ever seen. It's this woman in the living room, in her living room with a leaf blower. And I don't know why I found that hilarious, but I found it like uncontrollably hilarious. That would be doing that. So I'm just throwing it out there if any of you guys have ever considered that. Because it seemed to be a lot easier than actually vacuuming. <laughs> My son used the leaf blower inside his car the other day to clean it, to blow out his car. So, oh, that's amazing. Yeah. So that's, mm-hmm. yeah. Brooks cleaned out his car with a leaf blower. So... Well, don't overlook it as yep. a piece of equipment. It's uh, Sheila, I know you've got that fancy vacuum cleaner. But- uh- Yeah, I I love my vacuum cleaner. I would never, I mean, I vacuum every day, but a vacuum is to suck up, not blow out. I mean, that's, that is, I mean, you know. That's why she had her front door open. She was just blowing everything right out the front door. I think it's unneighborly to blow all your waste out the front door. Oh, totally. Oh, completely, Monica. I agree. Um, I agree. Ridiculous, Liz. I do not have a leaf blower, so I won't be trying that. Okay, and then a couple of things in the social roundup. You know, the Satellite Sisters Facebook page, there's a lot of hot debate that goes on there all week. And I am happy to see that, like, 
every day we get new members, which is kind of nice. Yeah, I, great. I enjoy that. Some good activities. So highlights on the Satellite Sisters Facebook group this week. There's a whole category I'll just call Tale of Kale. <laughs> you know, because we talk about kale a lot on the show, people post a lot about kale. <laughs> so Joan posted a whole new thing about Tale of Kale. And Barbara, among others, got into the hot debate, which I know you weighed in, Leanne, on the subject of Kale versus kohlrabi mm-hmm. was a hot topic this yeah. week. Yeah, I that kohlrabi is the new kale. I you know occasionally get one in my um, some in my in my box, my organic box, and I never have any idea what to do with it. So I just just happy to see a new vegetable spring to the forefront. Now is kohlrabi? That's not a leafy vegetable. It's is not it? really. That's why I didn't was surprised. It, yeah, it's it's almost like a celery. Right. Yes. It looks very nice when I see it. Yeah. <laughs> it looks it looks like it's if you make know how to make kohlrabi, you're a real cook. I mean, to me that's but Lee and I loved your kale salad the other night with the apples. What did you put in that? Apples? I, I there was I used my avocados to massage the kale. Uh, right. I had apples, uh carrots. The apples give it a nice crunch and then I put um the the spiced pecans that my I think my neighbor gave us for Christmas I don't know because I couldn't read the last name on the card so I don't know who dropped off those delicious spiced pecans on my front door but thank you very much <laughs> a little bit of red wine vinegar salt and pepper that's what goes well, in the kale salad well do you braise kohlrabi because I love braised celery <laughs> I just want Put, put it out there. If you decide to make it, call me. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hey. I'll, be, I'll be over. Oh, God. Oh, and speaking of food, one other thing that was on the Satellite Sisters Facebook group this week is, of course, the, you know, the goings on on Top Chef this week were there was some just heinous behavior. Was, wouldn't you say, sisters? Yes. I mean, and drama during the... Uh, yeah, during the voting and yeah. during the judging. I'm going out on a limb here. I haven't seen every episode of every season, but that was the most dramatic voting sequence I have ever seen. It was. Because everybody knew they were doing the wrong thing, but the rules required them to do it. Yes. Right? And Nicholas, who I have not really enjoyed all season, uh, you know, wound up uh, somehow staying when he made two terrible dishes. And he makes mm-hmm. terrible dishes all season long. Like almost nothing almost nothing he cooks I want to eat. Not one thing. He, he's a whiner and he <laughs> makes like things with foam yeah. that look very unappetizing. And he cries a lot. He cries. Right. He's a gr- – stop crying. <laughs> I mean, they act like they're away from their families for like years at a time. I think that whole thing takes like three weeks. (laughs) I mean, honestly, I'm not kidding. But it's a sensory deprivation thing, Leanne. They really, I think they're psychologically kind of broken by that point. I I know. I understand. It just, it it doesn't, it's not endearing to me. (laughs) But yeah, it was very controversial. He should have stepped down and he didn't. Yes. Well, I just want to call out Beth, uh, who is a frequent participant on the Facebook page and, you know, normally very careful and thoughtful about what she posts. And so this week she posted in all caps, Top Chef Spoiler, and then wrote, what rhymes rhymes with Nick and starts with PR? (laughs) It was a little blue. It was a little blue for our Facebook page, but it made me laugh. And that pretty much sums up the episode. So thank you, Beth. That took some real thinking to uh, to sort of crystallize that whole hour of television in one uh, clever sentence. So um, we thank you very much for that. Anyone that wants to join the Satellite Sisters Facebook group, it's there. If you want to join us on Twitter, our handle is at SatSisters. I'm at SS Liz. Leon, you are? At Leon Dolan. Okay. And one more, one note um, on that. They're speaking of awards. We have like one day left to vote for the Stitcher Awards. We'd like to thank everybody who has voted already. Um, But you got one more day till the 13th. If you're listening to us on the 12th or the 13th, go for it. Vote one more time. Um, Liz and I are actually going to go to the awards. Oh, I didn't RSVP. Did you? Yes, I did. Okay. With 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 the open table. (laughs) 
you know the next step they're going to put all the calorie counts for every restaurant you ever visited in 2014 Liz that's exactly what I'm afraid of she yeah. like, they already know too much Stop. they already yeah really it just it makes me want to start calling for reservations again just so that I don't have somebody tracking my consumption it's just not right Ugh. All right, oh. so vote for the Stitch Awards because Liz and I are going, and uh, yeah. it's it's supposed to be a fun party. So what the heck? We're going to go to San Francisco, um, and and watch Dan Savage win. So that'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> that'll be super. We're hoping that our people are better organized than Dan Savage's people, but we won't know until the actual award ceremony, no, it which won't. is the thirtieth of January. Yeah, it's an honor just to be nominated. And speaking of that, Liz, so what is your Golden Globes role tonight? Are you one of the girls that's bringing out the statues? <laughs> yes. Didn't I tell you I'm Miss Golden Globe? No. This is funny because last week I said on the show that the local hair salon where I go called me to confirm my Monday hair appointment. And I knew I did not have one. So I said, because I work on Mondays. Uh, but I had a suspicion, Sheila. So I texted you, right, and said, yes. is this your appointment? And in fact, it was, correct? Yes, it was, Liz. Yeah. I so, had a bang trim and uh, a touch-up. Yes, okay. thank All you. Right. Thank you for the update. So, um, but it was a good reminder. I, I knew I needed a touch-up myself, color, but I couldn't get a, um, an appointment last weekend. So, but then I realized today I am actually going to the Golden Globes parties. So right after we finish recording here, I'm going back there. I'm going to have a little hair touch up. And then so here's my role. What happens at the Golden Globes, it, when you watch it on TV, you will see that everyone always says it's the most fun event because they're just in that. Beverly Hilton ballroom and they're at real dinner tables and they're drinking, and they're drinking. and yeah they're drinking and eating and having fun unlike the Oscars or the Emmys where they're in these big theaters uh, in theater style seating and so what that means as a result is that it's a very small group of people that go to the Golden Globes as opposed to the you know thousands of hangers-on that can actually get into the Emmys or the Oscars. <laughs> But what the studios do, the movie studios, is they all have their after parties right there in the same hotel. So it's at the Beverly Hilton. And as you walk through the lobby, you see like HBO is rented out, the whole restaurant, and then 20th Century Fox, which is where I work. They have a big party. And then, you know, AMC has taken the whole penthouse. And there's, you know, some Breaking Bad you know methamphetamine thing going on up there <laughs> and uh so so my limited role uh this afternoon and tonight is that i actually did get invited to go watch the awards like at a party that 20th century fox shows so the actual tv show will be happening across the lobby <laughs> and i'll be i'll be oh. on, i'll be other side of the lobby in a party watching it on tv and then after it's over, then the people pour out of the actual awards and they go to the various after parties. So, oh, that'll be fun. You'll see everyone. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I think, uh, I, I think it will be kind of fun. Um, but you don't have to like, you know, so there's no chance I'll be on camera at any point and just sitting and watching it on TV with a bunch of people could be kind of fun. So, uh, so that's my plan. Yeah. Sounds sounds good. Is it are the TVs twenty two or thirty six inches? Do you think? <laughs> <laughs> what size is the TV? <laughs> Monica, are you inviting like everyone you know over to your place to watch hey, that thirty six yeah. inch TV? Yeah, that sounds like a party. <laughs> you know, I just all sit really, really, really close to the monitor. No, I'm upgrading today. I'm already upgrading. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Proud well, of you, Monty. Proud of you. Well, have fun, Liz. What are you wearing, by the way? Uh, you know, well, you know my policy at these things. It is nobody's looking at me, right? Because <laughs> you're you're in a room full of like the most famous movie and television stars in the world. So I just have it's the simple long black dress that I wore to Megan's rehearsal dinner last. Beautiful, if you recall. I'm just I'm just going with that. Just you know there and a, a sparkly shawl. So, um, so that's it. My act. My only real grooming issue is my toes because I have a smashed up right big toe. So <laughs> no one will be looking at it. No one will be looking. But part of what I've been doing to bring it back to life is <laughs> the other nine toes all have painted nails. 
but this toe, I decided to just leave it bare so it will recover. So it looks kind of weird. And almost all or, of shows- Or I would say bad. I bet that looks good. <laughs> it does. It looks really badly, if you're right. Okay. So we- the- Weird is a choice. That just sounds yucky. <laughs> so I need to either wear closed-toe shoes. And, you know, you live in L.A., you don't actually have that many closed-toe no, shoes. No, I know. I had to go buy some last week. Yeah. Or I have to go, and this is what I'm probably going to do, go to the beauty supply store and buy a bottle of nail polish so I can just paint the one, the one nail. I thought you were going to say, like, a toe prosthetic, like a face. <laughs> no, I just need to paint one nail. So and that's a, a flesh, flesh-colored bandage. <laughs> put so a, that's it. Put a toe scarf on it. <laughs> okay, I don't know. <laughs> I think that would attract more attention than I'm really hoping to attract. Again, my policy, nobody's looking at me and you don't want to do anything to attract any, any attention. So, uh, so yeah, that's my plan. All right, everybody. Uh, That was quite a show. We got, got a lot of nothing in that show. (laughs) A lot of nothing. Good work. Okay. It's a lot of choices tonight. The Globes, Girls Comes Back, Good Wife, Downton Abbey. Monica, you go now and get that TV. And maybe someday you'll have a DVR. We'll be proud of you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Downton Abbey, I'm hoping they pick it up from last week. Because that was, I heard you and Julie did your Downton Abbey review on the Tuesday show. I enjoyed that a lot. We're going to try to do that every week. Even though I know some Satellite Sisters don't watch Downton Abbey, we're just going to forge ahead. We can't, uh, (laughs) we're just going to go for it. So, because Julie and I do. So we're excited about having that material on Tuesday. But we'll ask for opinions on the Facebook page when it's safe by like Monday night. Um, All right, everybody, I got to edit this show. So, uh, (laughs) Have a have a great week, everybody. Have a great week. You have too, a Leanne. Fantastic. Sheila, week. Monica. Good luck. Okay. And don't forget, call your satellite sister. <laughs>